0: kiss Army, welcome to the kiss faq podcast thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head i hope you don't do any damage this is a kiss related podcast by the lord for the board. we hope that you enjoy Welcome to episode 156 of the KISS FAQ podcast. I am your host, as always, actually, or majority of the time, Julian Gill, admin on the FAQ message board. I'm sorry, Ken. That was like a little knife in your nose, <laughs> was, wasn't it? I, I agree with you. <laughs> it's like, oh, dear. Ken, Ken, still again, even if, mom, if you're not here, you're still here. We're, we're, we're off to a good start there, and uh, <laughs> Ken's, Ken's reaching for the disconnect, you Bastard Jillian, I'll ban you. Fun. So, obviously, I am joined today by 69th Blizzard, Ken, and uh, I remembered his name this week, and stranger, Daniel, Wee. Yeah. it is always good to have you on the show and talk some kiss and rock wow. and roll. So let's just go through a little bit of the news uh, stuff that just popped up in the last day is Gene Simmons vault experience. And of course you can read all about that at genesimmonsvault.com. Uh, he's added some vault experiences in different places and shifting some dates around. So hopefully if you've um, paid to, do one of these in a place that he's now changed i think atlanta has uh, been shifted around go to the site and uh, check out these dates because he added and just looking through the list he added one in i think it was nashville memphis cleveland um where else oh yeah oslo I know there are some people who are going to go to Stockholm, and some others have been condensed into one day. So presumably, if yours is affected, you will have received an email from them. They did send an email out the other day that I received saying that my special vault pack was going to ship this week, and that was going Mm, to include all all the goodies. And I think they've also announced the location for L.A. I saw a flyer someone posted. I'm not sure how. Oh, really? Yeah, so now I can actually uh, sort out getting a hotel down there. So. You know, that's, that's the vault. And nothing else really going on in the KISS world as such. You know, we're in the quiet part of the year when we're doing Christmas, Hanukkah, and the holidays, and all that stuff. So the band is off the road. Um, Paul Stanley, do you want to go there, Ken, tweeting about the Eagles all, to all you whiners?
1: Yeah, well, I, I, mean, I saw the post about it uh, on the... On the board saying yeah he's basically basically posting you know here's the eagles they have only one member original member in the band and look you know they're doing well and people are not gonna go into their sold out concerts they're not going to complain about it and uh, you know basically he's talking to the kiss fans that complain about you know um you know two members they only have two members, and there's these two new guys, and so I don't know. He's still, I don't know, up in arms about that, and and uh, I think he's just preparing, maybe us for a, a
0: non-exit. His, <laughs> exit. His non exit. Original
1: member. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna leave, and we're gonna still
0: keep this going, folks. You know, no matter what. Uh, we're gonna keep. We're, we're gonna it. keep taking your money, but it will be someone else up on stage. Exactly. Oh god and
1: and there it is oh (laughs) paul stanley is half
0: eaten you know i've i've got no problem with paul sharing his uh photos of food a lot of it doesn't appeal to me i find it uh bombastic and kind of uh ego driven food but i would be very fascinated with paul's passion for cooking to actually see him do a cookbook i would buy it i i haven't i don't use cookbooks because i don't need them um
2: but I don't I, know how it is is over in America, but here in Sweden, every famous guy m- makes a cook cooking cookbook. book. You know, <laughs> I have a friend. He was a famous by bi- he was competing in biathlon. Uh, he he actually won the Olympic medal, gold medal at uh, at one point, and he just got in contact with a with a you know like a writer that would was good at uh, at cooking, and they released a book, and he sold like hundreds of thousands of copies made a fortune
0: oh yeah and and why not fair is fair i mean the worst thing that can happen is it ends up like jean's books being sold for two bucks um less than likely with paul because of his attention to detail and you could just see that he would have lifestyle tips on you know staying fit because come on uh, he stayed fit for much of his career except for running into stuff on stage or having car accidents he's been a very healthy guy he's lived a great lifestyle um you know He's had plenty of roughage, and of course exercise. Um, sorry, the kiss exposed fate will will I live. Know. will always live off. <laughs> you know, so so I would actually be interested in a Paul Stanley cookbook uh, and with nice pictures of what he's cooking. I don't care if I like the stuff. With little lifestyle things, maybe a kiss tie-in for you know he could, what this song makes him think of food wise. Uh, you know, this is his shouted out loud meal, <laughs> shit like that. I, it could just be kind of. Uh, <laughs> Kind of cornball, but kind of neat. So, Paul, you know, I don't need to see your half-eaten scraps that belong in the compost heap. Uh, you know, do a cookbook. That'd be fun. Yeah, you're already halfway there with the uh, Cooking with Paul on the cruise. All right, so that that, yeah. w- that was it. And uh, back to the Eagles. Joe Walsh, I think, gets disrespected by that comment. But, uh, you know, that's neither here nor there. I agree. Yeah. I-, I would absolutely never pay to go see the Eagles now anyway. Uh, you know, it's... Just, just not a reasonable expectation. So let's get into today's topic. And As I mentioned at the top of the show, we are at the end of the year. So not much more is going to happen in December, kiss-wise. So we're going to look back at the year and pick our personal top five favorite kiss-related things that have either occurred that we've enjoyed or that we've participated in and enjoyed. And we'll top it off with our one least favorite kiss moment from the air. so Ken why don't we go straight to you for one of your picks and tell you know just how did you organize your thoughts for this did you say I want to have a book I want to have a magazine or something how, how did you go from
1: no that? no no special organization you know <laughs> I'm not too organized so <laughs> I didn't organize organize the list and uh, I just kind of it's more off the top of my head really I, you know, I thought about it a little bit ahead of time um and I thought, okay, well, yeah, this and that. It wasn't a whole lot really to choose from in my opinion. Not a whole lot. Um and if we're talking five, do you want me to give you maybe number five and go up to number one? You, start you, with five.
0: How does Daniel wanna do it? <laughs> I don't know. He's a busy Oh yeah, he's looking for me. Why don't we why don't we start with uh number five and work our way to our, our most our most favoritest. Can I really like ruin the English most knowledge? favorite our most yeah. favoritist yeah start, <laughs> I'll start with five
1: uh, yeah. uh, I'm gonna go with number five I will go with um, a book um, I'll go with the uh, Lynn Christopher book um, as one number five
0: do 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 you, do you actually mean Lynn goldsmith?
1: from Goldsmith. Why is it I don't know why. I'm thinking of something else, aren't I? Um, But anyway, (laughs) I'm thinking of The Singer, aren't I? Yeah, you
0: are. You're you're back That's kind of funny. That's a mix-up. You're back in 1972.
1: I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, Lynn Goldsmith's book uh, that just came out recently, the gold one back here, or silver one that is. Um, uh, That's a top one because just because of the, and we talked about it on the the book, Um, it's all great, great pictures that she took in her sessions, um, and you know high quality, high quality book. I mean, it's it's just the cover itself is just
0: so the cover is hellishly impressive, Uh, and as was the price. I could use it as a pillow if
1: I want maybe <laughs> but uh, it's just great pictures and it's good to, you know see those pictures uh, and other ones that she took back then you know, between 77 and 80 I believe um, and you know I enjoy it it's something that I can I'm gonna go back to and look at every pull out every now and then when I want to see some cool pictures. So yeah that be that would be my, my number five for this year.
0: What was your, if you don't mind me asking, did you have a favorite photo section out of that book? Was there one picture or one photo shoot that you're like, wow, that's absolutely stunning, the one that really gets your attention out of that book that you think people might want to check out if they haven't already?
1: Uh, I I can't pick one because there's just too many. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. You're, you're just going to enjoy if you're a Kiss fan. Yep. I like looking at pictures of the band back then you know dynasty or unmaster or a little bit before um, it, it's it's just it's just great to you know look at it um, so yeah I can't pick out one.
0: Agreed. Top-notch quality. Very well done. Congratulations, Lynn, on getting that into print. Daniel, let's go to you. And uh, You were having a sidebar with your family uh, when I was talking about We're not going to really organize this in any way. You want to start with your number five and work your way to your favorite thing from the year. Um, Go for it. What's your first pick from it?
2: Well, one thing uh, that uh, struck me this year was uh, the live performances. And it wasn't really Kiss's live performances as well. It was some of the other guys because I've always been into the music and the live performances. Books are great and all, but uh, that can't really compare with the live experience, even though I haven't been able to see anything live myself. You still can, you know, uh, get a feel for how how it is, you know, from YouTube. And um, this year year's biggest surprise to me was a live performance, not by Kiss, but by Bruce Kulick. And it wasn't... Everyone thinks about the Kiss cruise now, but if you really think about it, he had a brief tu- a short tour of Australia back in, I don't know, April or something. Uh, and I really loved that live performance. There, there is... A few good videos on YouTube, and I like the setlist. He he managed to get a hold of a quite quite a good band and a pretty good singer, and um, the setlist is absolutely fantastic. And I, rem- I remember we did a show on, on this uh, on the Kiss FAQ podcast uh, about what we were hoping for, uh, and what we got was really. A blend of the Hot in the Shade tour and the Revenge tour. I mean, if you look at the uh, songs they performed, everything is from those two tours. You know, Detroit Rocks, Hated Juice, Domino. No, Detroit Rocks, Hated Juice, Watching You. Those songs they played on the Revenge tour. And then you had a few from Revenge Domino, uh, God Gave Rock and Roll to You. And then also on the on the heart in the shade tour that they, they performed hide your heart and he did as well on this australian tour and crazy nights the only one that he performed in australia that they didn't pre- perform back in, 90, in 1990 in 1990, 1992 was a song from carnival souls and it was a great addition jungle one of the better songs of 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 uh carnival souls so all in all the set list on that tour was fantastic even though the attendance from what what, what I heard was abysmal it, it was terrible but uh, I would have liked that of course you can always wish for things and I would have liked him to release that as a live record because it, it really captures the way KISS sounded when he was at the height of his powers in KISS you know from the Hot in the Shade tour through the revenge tour so I really liked that one and of course uh, the kiss cruise as well Bruce Kulick did a fantastic job mm-hmm. there uh, I never really knew how much I missed the 80s deep cuts until I saw that show you know mm-hmm. who wants to be lonely sounded phenomenal and uh, the one from crazy night uh, Tur- turn on the night
0: turn on the, the night
2: yeah. was incredible and if that wasn't enough, they added a few of the big songs, like um, I think they did uh, a few. Uh, well, really, they didn't do did they do Rock and Roll Night and stuff like that?
0: No, 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 no they did. No, not at all. They, no, they the, they, they stuck as killers.
2: Yeah, so, so so oh those the Australian tour he went for you know the big hits from his era and he added a few hits from. From the classic Kiss, and that was fantastic. And then for the Cruise, it did something completely different. They played the deep cuts uh, from the Paul Stanley's old record, Killers, uh, cool. Alive 2, and uh, some of the Bruce Kulick albums. Um, so I think Bruce Kulick, if they could somehow bring that on tour, you know, mixing the two, some deep cuts, some classics, uh, I think uh, it would be. Interesting to see, but but for me, Bruce Kulick, I just say it first. I think this is one of my top three, at least. But I say it first before anyone else picks Bruce Kulick. So, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Bruce Kewick okay. for me, is one of the high points of
0: this uh, year. Yeah, and one of the things of Bruce's tour of Australia is uh, go over to YouTube and uh, just punch in uh, Live Australia Thunder Down Under tour. And it's got him with the lads from Sisters Doll, who also backed Peter Chris during the year. Um, And and it's the full show. It's, you know, 67 minutes of Bruce uh, again and with those young guys. And, and, you know, they're really professional, which – you know, I, I didn't know what to expect when I first heard that these were the guys who were going to be backing them. I, I love the idea of Bruce being able to combine more stuff maybe in the future now that they – Kiss has seen the response to the 80s forgotten era. Bruce has seen the response to his kind of forgotten era. The, the only thing that kind of saddens me about the stuff Bruce has done this year is that union was kind of omitted from it. And, you know, I know he was doing his Kiss catalog, but I was always a big Union guy. I would love just to see one song done, even if John's not there to sing it. But uh Bruce has been a surprise this year. And... I don't know if anyone was on Facebook yesterday but he posted a picture of himself posing with the 15 oh, custom oh, banana guitars that he did as the anniversary yeah. for Crazy Nights album. So Bruce is getting active in some areas of merchandise. He's staying active musically. Obviously still doing the mm-hmm. grand funk stuff. So that's a great pick, Daniel. All right, I'm going to get my first uh my first one in and I I've written, you know, just thrown down Five things that I really enjoyed this year, and I'm going to decide which one's going to be the number one pick as I go through it. Um, I think number five is going to be Kiss in Reno, April. Um, Mm. Obviously made the drive to Reno, had a great time. At the show, ish. I was, remember, raged because the I did the meet and greet package. The meet and greet was absolutely fantastic. I thoroughly enjoyed, you know, the acoustic set and finally getting to see that. Having done meet and greets in 2003 and 2004 when they were completely different, totally enjoyed that experience. Was absolutely furious and pissed off by the the seating arrangements for the concert. But you know what? I was at a Kiss concert this year when I didn't expect I was going to be. So. I enjoyed it. I had fun. But, you know, the meet and greet is the high point. And I still recommend, you know, while they're still doing them, if you haven't done them, if you are able to do them, Go and do it because it was a fantastic experience. They took all the time in the world, you know, to sign stuff for people. You know, I'd like Gene to let people put stuff against the wall so that, that he can sign properly rather than holding up in the air. But Paul was very gracious. Tommy and Eric were very cool. Keith was fantastic. And all the guys who work with them to get them set up um, were very cool even if the sound sucked at that particular one. So it, it was a very fun thing. I'm glad I did it. I'm, you know, after, you know, nearly what 12 years since the last one, very much worthwhile. So that's my number five pick. Let's go back to you, Ken, for number four.
1: Yeah. Well, number four for me is, uh, and, and it'll be quick because Daniel already kind of talked about it. <laughs> so, uh, the, uh, the, yeah, the, the performance of, uh, the Kulik Brothers uh, band there on the KISS cruise was a big deal for me. I mean, I find that, I find watching that, I'm watching that uh, more than I'm watching the KISS live performance on the cruise. Uh, Even though KISS had, you know, brought out a couple of uh, solid, you know, uh, nuggets out there with, you know, Is That You and I, for instance. Um, But I think just... Bob and Bruce went above and beyond. Um, I don't think anyone expected that they were going to do that kind of show. Um, maybe they thought they were going to do more of their solo stuff from Bruce's solo albums or or you know Bob's other stuff. Um, but no, they gave they gave the fans, the Kiss fans, what they wanted, and pulled out all the stuff where They either Bob or Bruce was involved with, you know, again, we talked about yep, alive Two cuts, uh, stuff stuff like, you know, larger than life. And I was like, holy cow. I mean, I always wanted to hear that one live, you know, Um, and and going up through even killers. I mean, come on. Nowhere to run holy cow, you know, it's another one. And then, and then a lot of the Bruce's stuff, you know, like Daniel mentioned, who wants to be lonely and, and so on uh, stuff. That was from uh, that non-makeup uh, period that he was in. Um, so it was just one cut after another and Paul's solo album, of course. Um, the, the first one, of course, in 78. Um, and man, I just, I just, there's nothing bad about that whole performance. It was great. Um, and it's another reason that it's kind of said, maybe they can pull some kind of club tour or something if they have the time to do it. Uh, I think it would sell at least in, as many tickets as maybe jeans getting in his solo shows or, <laughs> yeah. or, 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 or ACE even for that fact. So, um, I, I just think that was just fantastic and I'm glad they did it. Um, and I, everyone, there's not one person I heard who said that, that that show sucked or anything like that. It was pretty much the, the highlight of the cruise from what I am hearing. And I was not on the cruise.
0: Yeah, and, and that's what, you know, has been the big theme is Bruce killed it and and bob of course and bob is supporting a, a new album skeletons in the closet but you know they could go on tour together because they both toured with meatloaf they can add in some meatloaf stuff that they enjoyed doing uh back in 77 78 they both toured uh were a part of blackjack bob was initially so they can do some of that and of course he wrote uh with michael bolton and played on, i think he also played on michael's first album uh the 83 album so there's That's some the of character. Some of that more, you know, rocking stuff out of that, you know, combined with the Kiss stuff, um, with, without a doubt, it it, it could be very interesting. So, you know, great thoughts on that. Daniel, let's go to your number four pick. Well,
2: I was really never a big fan of this guy, but um, it was uh, sure nice to see him go off in style. And, and I'm, of course, talking about Peter Chris and his last performance they did a brief tour of Australia and then they played, I think, one gig in America. And right. I really didn't know what to expect. I mean, I remember being so disappointed when they did the reunion. And I went to Stockholm and saw them two nights. And the drumming, you know, you know the story. He wasn't a great drummer at that point uh, of time. Uh, so, I mean, that's my. Biggest memory of Peter Chris, him disappointing me when I was seeing Kiss live for the first time. But uh, this show was something completely different. Uh, it was like a lounge Frank Sinatra feel to it, you know, and it suited the Peter Chris songs really well. and I actually enjoyed some of the cuts from his solo album there that I really never paid attention to. They worked well in that setting. And he added a few classics, of course, and had some small talk with the audience. He seemed very gracious, and I think it was just a fantastic way of for him to, to, to end things. And he sang really well, I mean, and he played drums for a few songs, and I think he, he sounded better than he did 20 years ago, back when he did the reunion tour. So it was a, a great end for Peter Chris and... Uh, yeah. I I just as I'm always hoping for I w- wish they they filmed it or something and did something with it but mm-hmm. I guess they didn't so we'll have to uh, remember it f- from the YouTube videos but I think it was a great show and I, I really enjoyed it I was surprised but that's one of one of, one of my picks
0: they uh, did actually film both of them and that that is my prayer my hope for next year is that they Release do. It knock it together and release it. I, you know, obviously was there and I'll talk about more about that in a few moments. Um, my next pick. Wow. What's it going to be? You know what? The rock and pod expo in Nashville. In August uh, organized by Chris and Zach and the decibel geek guys of course uh, you got to give a big shout out to BJ cramp and the rock and or roll podcast you know for his work uh, for that event as well for me what makes it such a great part of the year is that it was an opportunity to meet so many people that I've known online for so many years and in, in some case and for decades i mean uh, i've known them so long that their pictures are in black and white um you yeah. know to get to meet ken mills to see gary Schaller again obviously he lives locally and i don't see anyone very often um to meet chris to meet bj who i've done podcasts with uh to meet joe polo um, so many and and you know i, I can't do everyone's name so many <laughs> people but most importantly personally was to meet mark And Lonnie, who I've done so many episodes of this podcast with, for me now I I hate online to to so so many extents because of the trolls, because of the negativity, Mm -hmm. um, just how everything gets off kilter. To be in Nashville, where I you know I I also said that I've never been to the South in America. it was a fantastic opportunity to go to the South, go to a music center of the country where, you know, you, you had guys like Mark Slaughter, Denman, um, Scott Van Zandt, you know, just so much music going on that weekend as well. And to interact with people and also set up a stand and meet people who listen to our show and also purchased my books it was just absolutely incredible and it was so much fun and again i will always live with the fun of the jam session with the fantastic lee mccormick organizing everything at the end and getting up on stage and being i like your singing oh i was out of key i couldn't hear shit but i had so much fun i want to do it again and i want to do some neil young next time um it, it's just one of those things it was so much <laughs> fun so relaxed so chill no grief no stress i know it didn't go as perfectly as chris would have wanted but the guy busted his balls to put on a very good event and you know what he did a fantastic job with it it was good quality i think it was value for money and i would be one of the first people to sign up for rock and pod too so you know thank you nashville thank you chris thank you bj and everyone else uh, who, who was a part of such a special moment, and getting to you know sit in the lobby of a hotel when Ken Mills meets Gary Schaller for the very first time after <laughs> after decades of knowing each other it was just it was it was reaffirming. It, it was just nothing but love that weekend. So that's my number four pick. Ken, let's get it back to you for number three.
1: Okay, yeah, my my number three pick is going to be uh, another book. <laughs> um, it's actually the book that just came out as the kiss was it kiss my wax kiss my wax you know the l the kiss lp bible uh tom shannon uh has put together uh, very nicely um i've been kind of waiting for that since he announced he was you know uh, doing that book for quite a long time um working on it and i think there's only in that book, something like, like over 1,800 variants of KISS albums uh, throughout the world and stuff. And there's a checkoff list and, and great pictures in there of all the albums and labels, uh, the labels, center labels. And uh, and I've been, you know, the last two years collecting KISS vinyl um, because I I, I saw, you know, I was getting back into vinyl after just disposing all of my vinyl uh, years before. Um, I only had a few copies left, so I was really, starting to get back into it and it's a perfect time and and now i can you know pick and choose things that i find interesting uh and if i look in that book i can say okay oh this is something that looks cool and and i want to try to you know find that you know copy um and then the other ones i'll just you know to check off the list okay yeah i have this one this one this one, this one. i'm not going to get every kiss album out there um it's just it's just <laughs> it's impossible. just too much too much, too much money, uh, and, and so on. Just the ones that I, I find unique or interesting, or a colored vinyl, or something that's just different. Um, uh, I'll pick, you know, or a certain country just to get just to get one album from that specific mm-hmm. country. Uh, I'll, I'll do that kind of thing, um, which I've done. So it's a, it's a cool book, and uh, I'm just glad he put it out, and I can kind of track my stuff and 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 just. Page through the book and look at the stuff, you know, it's cool.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, we said it last week. It's great to have seen Tom bring this from, you know, an idea into reality. And we've gotten to watch him along the road because obviously the Kiss My Wax and Kiss My Collectibles podcasts, you know, have been a, a an important component of the whole process. And Tom's been really fun to kind of watch how he's approached the topic, how he's put it together. uh You know, so kudos to him. Again, it, it can't be stressed. You know, I was thinking about, do I put a book in my list? And that would have been the pick for me as well as good as all the other ones that have come out during the year you know notably the 89 uh, paul stanley solos or by kiss army spain and kiss yes. Classified, yes. By Scandinav- classified by the scandinavian by the scandinavians you know incredible books and lynn's of course w- we've been spoiled for choice this year but you know tom i think takes the cake with the amount of effort that's gone into that all right daniel let's go to your number three pick.
2: i'm just wondering what what put what puts that book Ahead of all the others, what what's the thing with that book that I haven't read it?
1: For for me, uh, so for me, it's about I guess my you know newly or you know refound passion for for collecting the the Kiss vinyl. I mean, I got the you know all the of course the 2014 you know remasters of course on vinyl Kiss had, Um, but going back to the ones that I had disposed of or traded in for the CD version oh, when man. that was hot at the time, you know, like the around 1990 or something like that. Um, so I didn't get rid of every, all my vinyl at that time, but I got, I did get rid of some of my kiss vinyl. I didn't, I didn't have it anymore. I had my, my first copy. I bought a life 2, and mm, Yeah. I
2: remember that maybe one. a
1: couple other ones, mm. but I, I didn't keep everything. So, oh. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's for the vinyl phrase. It's the vinyl, the sound, the sound of the vinyl is just, yeah. to me, I find it better. And, yeah. and it's just, you know, yeah. The, it the, makes me happy
0: <laughs> the, the book isn't just for people who collect vinyl because I don't collect anymore I I'm still selling off my collection because I'm done with it because it doesn't yeah. give me any happiness instead now I've got a book that I can actually sit there and look at these things um, and I don't have to go buy the fuckers which you know wow. j- that sounds like a that's win-win to me you know 108 yeah. bucks for the book set and I get to look at the pictures and cool. you know I guess I I was jealous and you know interested in it because that's where the FAQ started you know me trying okay. to record all the different versions what was the release in Sweden what was it in Singapore you know so so now I've got an alternative so even if you're not a collector I say it's worthwhile because you get pictures of all the inserts it's just you know it's the discography
2: yeah okay I get it
1: yeah I mean and Julian has written I believe you you wrote the the uh, intro kind of information to each album so it Talked okay. a little bit about the album and and so on in there in a, the, you know for instance like this the elder one of julian's favorites <laughs> he wrote a lot
2: about that album yeah
1: yeah so <laughs> it, it's it's you know it's, it's cool and, and and you know i'll just throw another one here Such a different, yeah. so it's, it's it's cool to see all this stuff or when they change something on the album or it's different than another yeah. country did this or that did not do did a gatefold or didn't do a gatefold or did a red colored vinyl or didn't um, oh, it's just interesting
2: crazy. yeah what a nerd yeah <laughs> i love the nerds it's the best thing in the world the nerds <laughs> they're the best people i love
0: yeah. there you go
2: i'm one of them <laughs>
0: All right, so what's your number three pick then, Daniel?
2: My number three pick? Oh, let's see. I'd say, um, well, <laughs> this hasn't really come into fruition yet. But just by uh, the anticipation, I think this is one of the biggest thing of the year. And it's mostly because we haven't seen this guy for a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. My pick is actually the announcement that Vinnie Vincent will become a public figure once again. And I think the last time was like in 96, 97 or something like that. And um, I've always been a fan of Vinnie Vincent. Not always, but, but he has grown on me because I, I became a fan in the mid-80s. Asylum, Animalize, work worked my way back. And um, as you know, the 70s album... Albums, they they don't sound like Asylum or Animal Eyes. But uh, Lick It Up and Creatures of the Night are pretty similar. Uh, And Creatures of the Night certainly is a better album, I'd say. And um, after learning a few things, I came to the understanding that Vinnie Vincent was the main guy for uh, those two albums. Or at least it was a big... uh, he, He was important... Uh, um, without him I don't think those albums would have been as great as they are so seeing him again maybe he's a big, he has become a bit wiser, a bit older and he can share a few things we really don't know, he's such an enigma so <laughs> you, uh, it's pretty exciting will he show up yes. or uh, will he disappear again what will he say about the years he has been gone? What has he been up to? Will he share that? I think that will be a great expo. That will be one of the best expos ever. And uh, I'm re- and it's not such a long time until the, uh, until the expo. Isn't it in like the tw- 20th of January or something yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That,
0: that weekend. So we're just a little bit more than yeah. a month away from it happening.
2: Yeah, looking forward to that one.
0: Yeah, and there's, uh, again, you know, I'm going I can't wait. A lot of people are coming in from all over the world, so again it's going Sounds. to be an opportunity to meet so many more friends that I've known online for years, shake hands, have a beer and do do a table at the expo and that that's all I'm interested in. You know, I'm hoping that Joe Polo and podcast Please I can have a beer. Yeah, well you, you can, I can. It's ten o'clock in the morning. Uh, I'm hoping Podcast Rock City's next to me on one side and Tom and Kiss My Wax around the other, and that'll just be a cool oh, yeah. little enclave of fun. And and who the hell knows what else is gonna happen? You know, I I'm gonna take it all you know, positively. What the hell are you drinking? is that Budweiser? Oh, okay.
2: My girlfriend, she she she, she actually gave me. What's it called? A, a, a Christmas calendar, you know? Twenty-four.
0: Uh, oh, Advent calendar. You
1: have
2: that in America. You know, a calendar. You, you open a. Uh, in Swedish, it's called lucka. What's it? You know, like. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. You, Advent.
2: You a, what do you say? You open a. Oh. What's this?
1: Oh, panel?
0: Door. Yeah, the door. door. Pan-
2: okay, panel. You open a panel, panel every door. day. Yeah. And my. Calendar. It's a beer calendar, so this
0: is the one I opened today. That's the beer for today. One beer yeah. day until Christmas. I love it. What? Well, actually, just on a quick tangent on that last year, I sent my father a whiskey one. It had little miniatures of scotch for each day of <laughs> Advent, so uh, he he enjoyed them all. I think we. Uh, you know, my, my sister gets a chocolate one and eats them all in one go. And there you go. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Agreed. You know. Atlanta is going to be interesting. Ken, any thoughts on Atlanta?
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be, I, from my understanding, it's going to be a lot of, a lot of people there that, uh, we know online, at least like you said, and, and it's going to be interesting to see, like you said, <laughs> is Vinny really going to show, uh, uh, since he has his meet and greet, uh, well, two days now, um, of the Friday and Sunday, um, of that weekend are the meet and greets so i think and and, and it'll be interesting to see what he's going to do on the actual day of the main convention uh will he come out there will he play guitar electric guitar with the somebody band bruce or is bruce going to be there no bob bob i mean bob 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 will be there
0: yeah
1: so hey it's some some Uh, maybe magic could happen you know yeah
2: and maybe Maybe, maybe he could start recording stuff again. Uh, Maybe this can be the starting point of something new. When he realizes that he has a lot of fans still to this day, people want to hear his music. And maybe, just maybe... He records some new stuff and releases it, and I would buy it instantly.
0: Yep, because Vinny can sing as well as play guitar.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. His "Back on the Streets" and "Tears" demos. Oh my goodness! Uh, to this day, yeah. Get all moist it's thinking that. about that. So who, who knows? <laughs> I, I mean, I I hope he comes out briefly. Uh, uh, you know, I hope they take good care of him. You know, and Derek, I'm sure will take yeah. good care of Vinny. Make sure he makes good coin and it's worth his while. And, you know, to the fans going, leave your baggage, you know, go in there, have a good time, respect him for what he is. I know it's hurtful. You know, some of you um, did lose money on his archives back in 97. Uh, Try and move on from there and have a good time. Go there with a good positive attitude and wait and see what happens. You know, don't go in there all antagonistic and angry. Let's see what happens. Give Vinny a chance. That's you know. And and let's just hope for the best. I, I hope Vinny's aware of Gene Simmons' vault. I hope he's aware of Neil Young's archives and that the interest that there is for music by fans. So all right, let's get on to what my number three pick. All right. Yeah. Number three was finally concluding a deal for an unreleased video this year, uh, which allowed us the opportunity to marry it up with another video of the same show, actually two other videos from the same show and put together a pretty sweet multicam of an unreleased show on the hot in the shade tour. So Andrew Scambati obviously edit, did the editing work on that, put it all together. There's a teaser up on YouTube. No, the whole show is not getting put out there for free. That's not how things work. Um, but it took a long time to get this show and it was so cool for me because I missed that tour because I was in Singapore, yeah. um, to be, able to see from like a front row perspective and and better angles than the pro shots that were released on kiss um, what is it kissology um mm-hmm. so that that was just you know my number three just because it's something that took a while to come together and took a, a fair amount of money and effort to put all of it together into you know the the form that it is that I'm able to watch now. So that's not that's not good a brag job. that's not bragging or a, a fuck you to anyone who can't see it. It's just one of the things that makes me happy that I was able to do. So let's move on to your number two pick, Ken.
1: Yeah, my number two is and I just forgot what it was. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. Um, uh, no, it was it was it's it's. Kind of, it's related to the Gene Simmons vault um, but it has to do with people coming out and doing the uh, GoFundMe or kind of I don't know if it was GoFundMe I can't remember which page it is but uh, to to buy a vault experience Gene Simmons vault experience for the godfather or podfather yes. that is uh, Ken Mills uh, I thought that is just so cool. He's made so many friends out there um, through his, you know, his podcast, his love of kiss. You know, he's the, the, basically the, the starter of the kiss podcast, you know, with the podcast um, show. And he has been, they have spinoffs that are, are all part of that now. Um, but he's just a great guy. Um, I haven't met him yet, but I hope to meet him. Um, but just, for what he's given, and all the f- free podcasts that I've listened to over the years, um, you know, it takes time, and it does take a little bit of money, uh, but you know, it's, it's a lot of time. Um, and I was glad or happy to donate to to that, to give him a, you know, because he, you know, can't afford it on his own. Um, just doesn't have that. I mean, uh, it's kind of a, a thank you from uh, his friends and fans, and uh, it's a thank you from me to you know for all he's done in the Kiss world, and I wanted to contribute to that and you know get him a Gene Simmons uh-huh. ball. Um, so that that was a big deal. Uh, I think it's just a I feel good. It makes me feel good about doing it for him. You know,
0: uh,
1: I'm doing something um, for him because he's get you know done. So much for me indirectly, but he's to me he has. Um, yeah. He, he has, You know, it's just a, to what he's done and
0: in the past.
1: Right. It's, it's,
0: yep. Ten, ten, 10 years of podcast. You know, I, I can't hmm. think of uh, right. any, anyone more deserving as well. And the Kiss Army stepped up a couple of times this past year to help folks out. Obviously, Matt Porter. Um, need a little bit of assistance earlier on in the air and the army and the listeners who respect what people do and the entertainment that these guys provide, you know, there's an opportunity to give someone a cup of coffee, you know, in, in in the money form as a thank you and let them, you know, get something that they need or something that they otherwise want and couldn't have. So. You know, ten years of the podcast, and of course the fantastic Kiss Room, Zilch. Um, and I, I always forget, oh, yeah. forget the uh, the name of the cheap trick one because he he does so much. So cheap talk, cheap talk. Is it? Uh, yeah, I I just don't she have time about, to listen. Yeah. So and then Ken, the pop, yeah, the pop one too. Yeah, Ken, Ken did make me uh listen buy some Cheap Trick albums this year, uh, which I did, oh, yeah. and, and I'm still <laughs> loving them. You know, working my way through that catalog, but you know, I'm not going to catch up on 40 years of being a fan. The, the good albums. So, Daniel,
2: i mean uh, you, you talked about Cheap Trick. Have you ever heard the songs Vinnie Vincent did with that drummer from Black Sabbath? Come. You
0: know. Uh, Carmen, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, he, he he did. Because, because I know Because they, they wrote wrote did a song. few
2: tracks back in 1980, uh, and and Carmen always said that Vinnie Vincent or Vinnie Cusano, as it was
1: at called, the time.
2: yeah, at yeah. the time. He, he was such a great singer. He did these amazing solos, and I still have the tracks. He says, mm-hmm. uh, I remember him saying, "Well, maybe I should release them." Because then Vinnie Vincent would come out of hiding and sue me. I think it was quite funny. But uh, that was, was a few years ago. And I haven't heard those uh, songs. They actually recorded a few songs, from what I understand. Car- Carmen and Vinnie Cusano and a few other guys. But um, th- those ha- they haven't surfaced, I think, no?
0: No, because Carmen's no. got them and that was uh Carmen A piece, A Pieces or A piece? Oh getting the name um, wrong. Uh, no one it. Apice, <laughs> Apice. Uh Rockers. <laughs> okay. Because Vinny co wrote Drum City Rockers on his nineteen eighty one album, so that was one of the songs, but not Vinny's performance, I don't think. Uh let me just look at uh yeah, no that that was uh Danny Johnson on guitar on the actual studio version. So, you know, there were quite a few. There are copyright registrations I detailed in one of my books that there were other songs, and if he's got the tapes, then maybe they can do something with them and release it in time for the expo. Um, Again, if it makes either of the money, that would be very cool. Yeah. Was not my turn? Yep, your turn. Well, Well, uh,
2: since Ken got so... Emotional and shared. Yeah,
1: his, I guy was very. Much-
2: his, yeah, it was. He, he almost became teary eyed uh, over there. I have to say something that's more personal. Of course, I enjoy watching uh, videos of Kiss live and hearing new songs and all. But really, what's important to me personally is, uh, you know, it's the Kiss Army. You know, this thing we, we're doing right now. If I could have done this back in, like, 92, it would have blown my mind, you know. <laughs> because uh, back in 92, you know, grunge just started happening. Now I enjoy the grunge music. I love Stone Temple Pilots, for example. They just got a new singer, by the way. And uh, uh, But back in the day... I hated them because no one cared about my band. no one no one I mean I was in uh, what's maybe Well in America I think high school maybe I was 16 years old. I was the only guy that liked kiss this was, was in 92 and I just died to find someone to talk kiss talk about kiss with. there was no one around. I just watched my videos and I was like the odd man out, you know, no one mm-hmm. cared about Kiss. Well, that's kind of a good song, but uh, listen to the Black Album. It's much better. Okay. So, uh, so, so this, this thing, being able to talk to other fans around the world, I think that's one of the highlights of the year for me, even though I maybe do it uh, once a month. And English is my second language, so I can't really perform the way I want to. You know, do you speak any other languages, by the way? Do you have a second language?
1: Klingon? No, I, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, no, not too, not
0: really. Uh, I, I did speak French, uh, but because I don't use it, I don't remember it, but I, I was quite uh, bilingual with that. I do speak some Spanish and a fair yeah. amount of, I did speak a fair amount of Japanese, when, I, especially when I had a Japanese girlfriend oh, wow. who didn't speak a fair amount of English, so... uh there you go, but again you don't you don't use so, it so you again lose it, it.
2: it's hard to get your i mean you perform it like fifty five percent or something you can't be as funny you can't be as uh, you know ec- ec- what's the, I, I don't even know the Elephant. word Elephant. equivalent Elephant. Uh, well I, eloquent, yeah, you know. See, you're, 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 doing, you're doing fine. No, 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 no. <laughs> you should hear me in Swedish, guys. You should hear me in Swedish. I'm fuck, I fucking rule, you know. But in English, I'm at 55%. So, uh, I'm trying my best, and I really appreciate the opportunity to be able to uh, practice English with you guys. That's the main thing for me, because I read a lot of English, I uh, watch a lot of American movies, I understand English, but to produce English and find the words, you know, in a second, that's hard for me. And if you gave me a few seconds to think about all the words, I would perform better, but, but, but I'm trying my best. And I th- see this as a way of, you know, uh, sharing my love of a band that has meant so much for me through the years in all sorts of ways. And uh, also I find the camaraderie in the Kiss Army as something really special. I don't have friends who like Metallica, Guns N' Roses. They don't have any friends that they get together with in other countries and speak about the band. No way. It's KISS, and it's the KISS Army. So I would salute the KISS Army and... Keep on
0: rocking, guys. That's that's a really great sentiment. And you know, you say you're you're running at 55% when you're thinking in Swedish and speaking in English. You know, that's a damn sight better than me at my best with my French would probably be at about 15%. And je m'appelle Julian. Uh, J'habite
2: en America. (laughs)
0: There, there would be. You know, uh, every time I've been to France, uh, you know, they've been fantastic. I've spoken french i've gotten by and i can i can hand i could handle it now you know we're 20 years on forget it not gonna happen but uh you know they always put me out of my misery because i i, I made an effort someone would flip into english and probably say in their head stop butchering our language you bloody english plonker um but you know it's it's tough to try and think it and say it unless you're at the level where it does come naturally. So, getting on a show, and it's always been an important part of the Kiss FAQ podcast to get people on from all over the place. I mean, Mark speaks Canadian, you know, and these guys.
2: A, it, I can't even see a difference. I can't hear a difference between Mark and you, but you hear a difference, I oh, guess. <laughs> Yeah, to me it's all the same
0: it, it's all good and, you know we'd love to get sammy on from south america and get that aspect oh, yeah. represented and some of the other folks but the camaraderie and the kiss army you know is an important thing and in you know in the past couple of weeks we have lost a member of the kiss army you know mm-hmm. um who was on the board mike's kiss 1978 passed on unexpectedly you know and you get to know these folks on and offline, have conversations, whether it's via email, whether it's on podcast, on podcasts or on Facebook. And you know people more than just a random posting on a message board. So, you know, long may podcasts bring us together rather than keep us apart. So great stuff. All right, so number two pick for me, um, L.A. Kiss Expo with Peter christ January. Ken, obviously getting to meet you and mm-hmm. hang out with you on the, the long drive down and just play th- through the playlist oh, yeah. and that, that was a blast but the actual expo running a table there doing the vip experience with peter was just absolutely incredible and peter and gigi were fantastic and it's going to be a fond memory for the rest of my life of how excellent that expo was i said i wanted to do an expo again and i got to and i didn't have to go to indie sorry keith uh, forgive me, you know. Indie still remains the one expo I want to go to every year, and it's the one I'm always bummed to miss. And you know, some of the Scandinavian ones I'd love to go to. But uh, you know, that that whole expo meeting again, meeting people who've purchased books from me, or people who know of the FAQ and watch our show, and you know, shaking hands, you know, signing some of the books as well, and getting to thank people for the support that they've given me, the website. I guess also the band to a certain extent over over the years. And having Bruce come up and just start telling a random story to us, it was just freaking cool. Meeting Tim. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, geez, Tim. That that was a a super cool moment for me after, you know, I I had met him before in uh, 2008, but, you know, with everything that had gone down with uh, getting the books into print, it was wonderful to see him. Ken Sharp. Again, sharp, yeah. Mark chicchini, Tommy yeah. Summers, yeah. This is so many people. Uh, Harlequin from the board. Yeah. Uh, you know, th- there were there were so many people there. So g- getting to go around some of the uh, L.A. places as well, the kind of seeing that we didn't do. Th- I didn't do the tour. You didn't either because we were driving yeah. back. But you know, it was so much better than I expected it to be, and I didn't have to stand in that horrible line. So, Derek if you can do just as good a job with Vinny as you did with Peter in LA, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good time. agree. All right, Ken, that's a
1: good pick. That's a good pick because, uh, I, well, I was going to say that my, my, my number one pick was going to be the kiss compilation kiss world on CD, but no, that's not
0: <laughs> Yay, it really. Yay,
1: Another compilation. <laughs> another compilation. That's, that's, Maybe that's maybe the the other one uh, anyway. Um, yeah, I actually that's not my number one is the uh, the LA Kiss Expo that happened mm-hmm. in January last year. Um, and you know, like you said, Julian, we got down, you know, got to, you know, we went together down there and and the drive that takes six hours or so felt like two hours. It's seriously, the way we were talking about Kiss, and not only Kiss, even you know, other music, and uh, and then demos, hearing uh, Crazy oh. Nights stuff, and you know secret stuff too. Um, but um, that was that was a fantastic part of it, and then just yeah, being down there and and meeting uh, Peter, Chris for the yeah. first time was was very good it was very nice experience um got you know the big hug and the photo and um it it was really really cool um and uh we saw john at at that day we saw john five and and so on rob Um, zombie steven adler right Stephen adler (laughs) yeah Yeah. um and then the, the the actual expo itself was great um yeah, we had the Kiss FAQ uh, booth there that you know Julian has, and and he's selling all his, his books, and uh, all these people coming up, and people that have either watched the show or listened to the show, you know, we're uh, yeah, meeting meeting him in person. It was interesting. It was nice to see them. Yeah, go ahead.
2: What What did they tell you? Did did they say something about uh, you know the voice of
1: reason something like that? I think um, someone but, said the voice of reason to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but uh, uh, no, most of the show they said they you know they they watch the show or listen to the show uh, and 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 uh, enjoy it very much. You know uh, and, you know keep keep it going and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, they did a lot of stuff with you know Julian about you know. I, I I love all your books, Julian, and I yeah, have this I book. I, you know, the books he was selling, he, they already had. Uh, they said, "Oh, I already have that book," you know, um, and, or or they bring a book they already had and yep. and had Julian sign it too. Um, but I think it's quite like interesting that. because. Because Julian, he's a name, you know, since he's written
2: a lot of books. He's the big name. You're I, I was just a side. You're <laughs> I was you're, like, you're just I was a like podcaster. the podcaster. <laughs> so it's interesting to hear. Did anyone like they recognize you and they told you about what they they, they thoughts about what you did on the show and uh, you know they, they talked about that, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to say like Gary Muse was one of them. I, 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 you Greg, Greg Muse. Uh, and a uh, very nice guy. Um, Remember having had, uh,
0: having whiskey in the the hotel afterwards as well.
1: Oh yeah, with the other uh, oh, what's his name? But yeah, it was it was nice and uh, uh, hearing it's hearing something even though we're just doing it for our own. To me, yeah. my own fun talking to other Kiss fans I about agree. Kiss, right? Yeah. Uh, and then, but other people getting. Getting something out of it, enjoyment out of it, listening to it, and kind of in their own mind, they're they're talking to us or they have thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. Their own well, as we talk about it, uh, which is the same way I feel when I'm listening to other Kiss yeah. podcasts. So. I think it's
2: kind of crazy because because I I went to a show a few months ago ago and I haven't even told my friends that I do this because nobody in my town likes Kiss so no one's really interesting and the only way, the only reason they would watch this is because they would, you know, kind of downgrade my English or something that would be the reason But <laughs> so I never tell big, anyone big but then I was at, at a concert in a, you know, a, a bigger city a few uh, miles from here and then a guy comes up to me ah, you're the guy from Kiss FAQ Podcast I'm about, what the hell, who are you <laughs> You watch that? Yeah, I, I watched the show. I, I like what you're doing. That's just that's so cool. I mean, I, I it think it's amazing. So
1: cool.
0: Closet
2: I... kiss fans,
0: you know? Yeah, and 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 here's the thing, you know, it it was very nice to have appreciation shown that people have enjoyed what we do here. But we're not doing anything. That any of them could not do. Any one of those people who came up to us could be on this show and be a part of this conversation. We're not doing anything that makes us special as podcasters. We're just fans getting together and talking. We're not, we're, we don't get, we don't build up a fan following for what we do. No, no, no. no, no. We're, we are just, it, we're, we're not different, or we're not like a thirty-second level mason, you know, because <laughs> we do a podcast. No, forget all that. We're no different. We're not better than anyone. We're just. Um, we're welcoming
2: others to join. Anyone can join. We
0: always do. You know, whenever I, I meet people and they say they like it or they like to try it, come on, try it. You know, it, it, you come may not. But,
2: but it's pretty interesting. Not too many people do it. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, you can you can meet people ah, and you say, well, let's let's do it. Let, let's go on the show. But something stops them. I'm not sure what it is. Because when we started this, I was, I was thinking, well, we'll get a few guys from South America, a few from, you know, Australia, and we'll get a few from Spain, France. This will be great. We'll be like... And a female. Know, we'll, yeah. <laughs> I've given up on that one a long time ago. But, but you know, yeah, and a female. But really, it's hard to find people who, who wants to... Uh, I, I guess they wants, they want to do it, but something's stopping them.
0: Yep, schedules, time zones, you know. I think it's that. maybe maybe just not being comfortable with it i mean if you get the opportunity to do it go on you know come on yeah if you if you're listening to this right now and you're like yeah you know my new year's resolution is i'm going to do an episode of the kiss faq podcast i've got a really good topic bring it or bring it to if you're if you're a fan of podcast shoot ken a pm said hey you know i've got this great idea for a podcast episode i'd like to do with you because Jillian's an asshole. I don't want to do it with them. Or or call into call into kiss call into the Kiss Room. Or, you know, any of them. Three Sides. Podcast Rot City. I, I can't even go through the whole list. Potter Than Hell. I, there's just so many Kiss podcasts that whichever one's got people who resonate with what you are as a fan, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt to reach out and say, Hey, I've got an idea, but I, I'd, I'd like to be a part of the conversation. And you never know maybe you can be a part of the conversation you know you're you're always yeah. welcome to come on our show
1: yeah
0: and thank you for listening to our show all the time we, we you know <laughs> h- here we are're coming we're coming up to coming up to three years so wow. uh, cool. all right so where are we up to we're we up to you've um, done so i was
1: i did my number one that was the uh, the l a kiss expo from last yeah. year uh, yeah. so daniel's number one there i have
2: um, Okay, I have nothing in the vicinity of that one because I haven't done that much Kiss stuff myself. But uh, one thing that I have been um, waiting for a lot of years uh, and uh, I thought it would be really, really cool was uh, seeing Gene Simmons perform live oh, yeah. by himself. Without the others, and he did a brief stint in South America, and it was really good. A few years ago, I, I don't really remember when it was. Maybe five, six years ago.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, with a lot of other celebratory uh, musicians. I think it was Matt Sorum on the drums and Sebastian. Oh yeah, Bach. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he looked fantastic stuff. doing it. He did do and a few other songs, and it looked great. He was kind of Gene Revenge era type, yeah. you know. Yeah. So uh, ever since that day, I think I thought maybe there's a possibility that he will do it, but I have never thought it would happen. And then it did, but but it's more like Kiss Lounge. Gene Simmons or what you say you mean you know it's it's not hard rock Gene Simmons but still I enjoy the shows I've, I've seen online and the material he pulls out like charisma and stuff like that is just fantastic to hear live and he sings great still to oh, this yeah. day and he's quite funny in between songs as well and he treats it <laughs> like ah, I'm just doing this for fun and you, you're welcome to to join me on stage. And I, I think uh, I like uh, the tour he's done. And uh, that is one of my top picks, Gene Simmons' solo tour. I never thought it would come into fruition. I, I never thought it, it would do it. But uh, it works really good. And the band that he plays with, they, they pick up for, you know, Gene he stands around most of the time, but the other guys they know all all, all the moves and uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's it looks like a great show and uh, that's one of my top picks.
0: Well, that that's a fantastic pick, and obviously, I did get to go to Edmonton and see him, and to fuck? you know his his version of charisma is nearly as good as Craig Smith's. Um, you know, just the, <laughs> the songs that he's dug out of his catalog. <laughs> are just fantastic i I, yeah. was, I was bummed that he didn't do almost human at mine but come on he did charisma he did obviously i always say it, it's my my gotta have song deuce ladies in waiting domino you know mm. so for me I, I i didn't have this on my list because there were so many other good things that happened in the year but it is high up there as an incredible thing that I never expected Gene Simmons to do a solo tour yeah. and to do it as well. And now he's got Brett Fitz on uh, drums. Yeah, drums, Phil, yeah. the other guys, the, you know, the Nashville Guitar Mafia, as I like to call them. They are an incredibly talented bunch of musicians okay. that compliment Gene. You know, Gene yeah. and his presentation have you know they've started to develop. I don't like people going up on stage. That's sacrosanct to me. You stay the fuck off stage. Uh, you know, I always worry about. <laughs> no, you know what is today? Today is the anniversary. Dying bag, bag. Yeah. Dime bag. Today. You know, but but come on, you know they got John Lennon, so you know he wasn't on stage. But I I don't oh. like I don't like the girls going up there eh, selfie. Um, you know they and, they don't even know the
2: songs, and you know no. But it's no but it's
0: cool. Uh, I will yeah. say that. And in Edmondson, when everyone did the mad rush at the end, and I'm just like, I'm not going to, I have, I have no interest whatsoever. <laughs> I've been on a stage. I, you know, back in the 2004 um, uh, meet and greet, they took us on stage for, mm. for a group picture. You know, not with Gene Simmons performing three feet away, but it's a great experience for some of those who are into that sort of thing. So, you know, Gene has done very well and you know i i want to talk about some of the things that i want in 2018 i want the gene simmons band to co- record a fucking uh-huh. album and include a live album in it
2: what about soul station
0: no, I don't want. I don't okay. want. No, no, I want Gene Simmons to record an album with these guys. Uh, he can bring in yeah. some of his some of his scraps yeah. and and work them up with these guys. You know, g- yeah. go yeah, go no. give them yeah. a, give them a copy of the vault uh, or the vault leftovers and say, hey guys, which ones of these do you think we can turn into a song? Because
2: there's going to be a few leftovers, don't you think?
0: Oh, there are. A couple, oh, yeah. There's a couple hundred. <laughs> um, you know, for the Gene Simmons vault too. So I would love to see what those guys, them being younger than Gene, can do with some of his ideas from the past to knock them into songs as an album, but also have a definite, um, you know, DVD from one of these shows. And there's a couple of DVDs that are now circulating from the South American shows, and you can watch the full things up on uh, YouTube. And they are, they are just stunning. Watch them with the South American audiences. Fuck. The Americans and the Canadians, you can't compare to to how those guys and girls in South America know how to go to a rock concert. Yeah. Yeah. Loco. You know, Edmonton was was really, really cool. Really great fans. But, you know, he had to basically scream for everyone to get up off their asses. Whereas in South America, they're fucking pogoing the whole time, the whole show. They're, yeah. So that that's my hope for Gene Simmons is take that and roll with it because you, if you're going to take that band around with you, you got to do something. I don't care what the business model is. Uh, you don't need to hand deliver me a Gene Simmons band album, but I think he should do one. And you should definitely have a live commemorative. All right, number one pick for me. You're not going to be particularly surprised. Um, maybe Peter Chris, the last Chris, New York City. Mm-hmm. Number one, being able to do it uh, with my schedule, my life, it, it, it's a, a shock. But
2: What do you do that takes <laughs> so much time? I, I remember you speaking about soccer practice a lot. Is it still
0: yeah, going well, on? Yeah, my son plays club soccer, so I, I, I do not like missing family things. My father-in-law was also sick for four and a half mm-hmm. years before passing last month, um, so I didn't want to be away. I didn't want to book things and kind of do stuff that I might have to cancel because uh, you just never knew when it was going to be. So I, I don't want to miss my son's games. It's one of those things I try not to do unless I'm deathly sick. So um, now he's older. Now my schedule at work is freeing up. I, I do work in healthcare, care, uh, and it's very hard for me to get away from my job. I was able to do the Peter Chris concert in New York, and to get back to New York, where you have to remember, I lived in upstate New York in Binghamton from 1978 to 88. So New York State and me have a relationship. It was my best memories of snowmobiles and motorbikes and shooting Mm -hmm. and all sorts of stuff I can't mention on air. Uh, (laughs) Getting to New York City to see Peter Americans to see fucking Peter Chris (laughs) perform in a club. In New York City, at what may well be his very final performance, to sit there 10 feet away from the Catman, the one and only Catman, and no disrespect meant to Eric, but... Him kicking in, him coming on stage when we we knew he was sick and going into I Can't Stop the Rain as a holy shit moment. There you are. You could basically reach out and touch the cat, man. He's so small, and he's lo- he's looking unwell. Fragile. He, he was looking fragile. And yeah. his, his voice broke at the beginning, and yeah. then he found strength, and his band brought, it, you know, Sisters Doll again. Very good musicians. And the, to have peter up in a club with brass doing his songs you know and i got the one i wanted i only wanted i can't stop the rain everything else i really didn't care what he did and what he did was kiss classics with a brass accompaniment which i just was like okay this is going to be like symphony which i everyone knows i despise those juvenile arrangements that were done for that peter's (sighs) Peters were classy. Peters were perfect. And he was perfect. He was fantastic behind the kit. He was fantastic fantastic in front of the kit. And there was just tears throughout. I mean, it, it was so emotional and him dedicating, you know, uh, you matter to me to uh, the lady from Japan who'd flown in was just really classy and him handing out roses to the audience. The dinner was great. Uh, Gigi was fantastic. The the guests, you know, I, I didn't go in the VIP section. I opted to sit up front uh, with Scott and, you know, it, it would have been nice to say hi to Eddie Trunk and, uh, you know, some of the other characters who were there, but it was just it, you know the photo that hangs behind me, of me with Peter after the show. He came back up, didn't know it was going to happen, and he worked his way around every single person. You know, for any criticism that's been leveled at Peter, I'm sure a lot of them are completely valid. I didn't ever experience a negative thing with Peter Chris, be it 2003, uh, be it 2000, or 2017, and to get to see finally get to see Peter Chris solo, yeah. That's my number okay. one pick for this year, and it may well yeah. be in the very top of all the things I've experienced as a kid. Top team. 10. Yeah. So, mm-hmm.
2: all I right. think it's all great that he went around and, and shared and, and greeted all the audience, but the performance was spectacular, and that was the biggest surprise to me. I, I could never in my mind have thought that he could, could perform like that today. When listening to him back in '97,
0: yeah, he he absolutely nailed it. He, and again, I I I I listen to this show over and over and over. I'm surprised by how much I listen to it, which is why I just hope they re- release it for so that everyone, yeah. I, you know, I, I I have my own copy of it, and no one can have it because it's mine. And I want people to experience that and they filmed it. So I really, really, really hope they can put it together and get it out there next year. Um, so that we can continue to celebrate the catman. I go for my walks and I just put that on and I'm like I'm yeah. smiling like a <laughs> shithead. I probably look like a village idiot. Okay, I usually look like a village idiot. Walking around the streets just grinning inanely still, nearly a year on. That's the effect that it's had on me. You know, and obviously I I don't have Ace rally show on my list, which I thoroughly enjoyed this year because mm-hmm. it's not as special yep. as Peter Chris yep. coming out and doing what may be the last Chris. Let's get into you know, before we wrap up here. Yeah. We've had all the good, we've had everything great, but we're KISS so fans. Bad. Let we, we we're gonna limit it to just one, your least, your worst, or whatever you want it to be from the year. Um and we'll go the same order that we've done. Ken. Okay. Well, the least
1: is is something that didn't happen that I was hoping would happen.
0: Oh uh, yeah.
1: Do you know what?
0: I'm probably gonna guess.
1: No, you're not. Well, you might. Hmm. No, no, no. Uh, it would be. It's actually um, the documentary. Ah, uh, okay. The, no, no. Uh, then I would have been totally wrong. It was something else, probably, right? Uh, no, it was a Kiss documentary uh, that oh. never has finished, supposedly, and we thought it might come out this year as a new title, like Gods of Thunder or something like that. Uh, um, but it still hasn't, you know, surfaced, so that's kind of, the disappointment. I mean, they, they hyped it up at the beginning. It was finished. Uh, I know Kiss screened it, or at least Gene and Paul did. Um, but there must be something in there that either there's rights or something with a suit, or it's something they they just don't like the way they come across maybe in that. Um, that's what I'm thinking. But, you know, these other other we've seen these other great documentaries. Um, I've seen like the Eagles, for instance, Rush, great, like for yeah, rush. Um, I wish I have that one. The Eagles, Tom Petty, <clears throat> excuse me there. Th- and these are, these are four hour like documentaries. Uh, some of these and what the heck, you uh, know, I, I can't even understand why kiss can't have a solid documentary out. Um, about the whole history, and there there is so much history. I mean, there's could be ten hours you know <laughs> uh, with all the things that have happened throughout the years. and so I, I, it's a disappointment that we're not seeing that. Um, i I just want a good, solid, truthful, hopefully, uh, documentary, uh, and maybe that's why it's not out <laughs> because it's too truthful. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, from what I've heard from uh, about it, and I have no inside knowledge whatsoever, yeah. I've heard shit just like many other people have, is that it was screened and Paul hated it because it was kind of based around the Tom Snyder interview. <laughs>
2: yeah, I heard that as well. So, <laughs> and, but, but, but Carl, what's that, the name but... of the Carl Gooch?
1: Or Kurt Gooch. Kurt Gooch, yeah. He
2: seemed to have been working on that for quite a big amount of time. He was hired by them to work on that documentary, from what I understand. And he dug out some great footage, but it never came into fruition,
1: unfortunately. He gave it to the director. Yeah. Maybe some footage uh, he gave it to the director of it.
2: And I wouldn't be surprised if it was Paul Stanley killing it. We all know.
1: I thought you were going to say, Paul Stanley killing somebody on film.
2: (laughs) That that would (laughs) be good. That would be something. Uh, I'm, for me it's the same thing uh, my, my pick is in the same vein as uh, Ken you know missing out on things uh wait a minute vänta uh, <laughs> tag I kommer mean, du måste vänta lite jag ska säga jag live 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 it's the same word in swedish you know Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and she's like I think
2: I have a 6 year old kid here wanting me to do something you have you to eat wait a She's a handful. Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm missing out on a few things. Of course, new music. I didn't really expect that. Mm-hmm. And we got we, we 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 at least we got the Gene Simmons dot com. You know? the, the new music, if you can call it that, it isn't really mm-hmm. new music, but new releases at least. Um. And also the lack of activity in the Kiss camp. I think they could have done a lot more. You know, Kissology, whatever happens happened to that series. They finished it. It's ready to go. They don't release it. They uh, do a few shows, not really a tour. And uh, of course, the the uh, where. Okay, uh, and there's, um, and, you know, um, uh, the upside is, of course, that we get the Gene Simmons tour and uh, Soul Station and stuff like that. Um, but I would have liked them to release at least something, uh, video or music. But mm-hmm. they did, from what I recall, at least. Nothing that. Uh, Caught my interest, and I think that's a bad year when you don't release anything new or an any live video. Back in the day, you could always count on them if they didn't release an album. At least you got a video. You know, yeah. you know, '92 Revenge, '93 Kiss Alive, Kiss Confidential, '94 Kiss My Ass Tribute Album, and and the video. Uh, so 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 you always had something. Back in, back in the 90s. But this year, it's been kind of, you know, nothing much happening from the KISS camp. And that's my biggest, you know, regret of this year is that they didn't release anything of value that I will cherish.
0: Yeah, and probably, you know, with KISS Rocks Vegas coming late in 2016, look how long it takes for them to do anything these days when it comes to product Um, I I could vent about their continued refusal to do anything for Record Store Day when uh, when Universal is sitting on such a catalog, a back catalog of material and ideas. There are so many different things that are being suggested, whether they're vinyl copies of The Very Best of Kiss in colored vinyl or doing the solo albums in heavy grade colored vinyl. Um, whatever exactly. there are just so many things that are being ignored that i would love to give my money for that you know I, I kind of give up to a certain extent the thing that pissed me off the most this year um what really grinds my gears is my meet and greet experience in edmonton as much oh, yeah. as I, yeah. as much right. as i loved traveling to canada traveling to edmonton and meeting all the fans there to see the show with them and Cass, Cassius, uh, you know, Mark, so many folks. I had a fantastic time. This is nothing about the show, this is nothing about Gene himself because he didn't run the meet and greet that was run mm-hmm. by Wizard World or whoever the Edmonton Expo, uh, Comic Con people were. And to end up with a meet and greet photo that looks like that, uh, <laughs> I'm,
1: he's, yeah,
0: he's I'm, you have the him. best ever meet-and-greet photo. I'm, I mean, are you fucking kidding me? 300 bucks. I purchased the package. It was an impulse buy the night before. That's a fucking but photographer. You have
2: the, elder, the elder photo. You have to show that one. That's the best ever.
1: you
0: looking over your shoulder at the shirt. Yeah, so... That's like- Oh, the
1: other yeah,
0: that great. yeah that does that that totally offsets that horrible thing but that is gene action figure gene you know just <laughs> like standing there, looking
1: cardboard stand-up
0: bored out of his fucking mind <laughs> and you know it's before the show and <laughs> the photographers did not do their job because obviously i'm not on cue for where they were and i don't freak out in these at least i don't think i do i guess it's a possibility but uh, i had not had a beer yet so um <laughs> okay. you know it It's unacceptable to serve that up. I would rather have gone on the website afterwards and just had a blurry blank thing and say, sorry, your photo did not come out, than have them try and have that fucking thing as there's your $300 meet and greet experience photo with Gene Simmons. You are fucking kidding me. But, you know, if that's the low point of my year, that's a pretty good low point because I got to go up and see Gene Simmons live in concert after he canceled the one that we were going to go to in L.A., right? Right. So I at least got to see him. So, you know, it's not Gene's fault. I'm not. I'm totally not blaming him. He put on a hell of a show. The people who were organizing the meet and greet were doing the best they could. I, you know, no disrespect meant to them. The photographers, if you say you're ready and I pose, Yeah. yeah, and I see the flashes, and then you give me that, you're fucking and there were two of you as well, so <laughs> I'll put that down to the shit okay. happened.
2: Yeah. You know, so, the other guy, if that's the best picture they got. What did the other guy... Do? what's the other photo like?
0: Yeah. So, you know, if nothing else, I do have that fantastic picture from the Reno meet and greet uh, in uh, the, the 20 seconds it took to have done of Gene looking over my shoulder to make sure my shirt was awesome. Yeah, so that, that totally offsets it. All right, let's wrap this up. So those are our top five kiss things from 2017. What are some of yours? I mean, what are your high points? Everyone's obviously going to have their own because there are lots of people who are in Europe who did get to go to the shows. Uh, where else did they play? Well, I can't Remember, um you know who else did you get to see you some people got to see the kewlett guys some got to see ace australia got visited by four by fate and ace and alice cooper and bruce so you know there there was a lot of stuff going around this year so do chime in wherever you listen uh, you know whether you're, you're on facebook on the kiss faq or also with your top five and what really bummed you out this year and Kiss FAQ podcast is not an answer for that last one (laughs) alright so we better let Daniel get to his six year old before he's dragged off by the hair alright Daniel thank you so much for joining me us and we'll hopefully see you again soon and Ken as always thank you and to everyone who's listened thank you and we will see you next time bye thank you for spending time listening to the Kiss FAQ podcast today all sales are final there are no refunds